0: The morning after, the movies.
1: But I hope you leave enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into your stomach and break your goddamn spine!
0: Ah! Uncensored, spoiler-filled movie reviews and fun only available at xrock.com. I'm gonna
2: scissor kick you in the back of the head. Movie time. Hey, buddy. Ever heard of a lie? Hey, have you ever been dragged to the sidewalk and beaten until you're pissed? Blood! Starts now. I'm gonna take you to the
1: bank, Senator Trent. To the blood
2: bank. And it feels good to be back at Wingnuts here in Nampa, 1228 North Gallery Drive, to bring you another Morning After the Movies podcast. Today, we will talk about the blockbuster that is Guardians of the Galaxy, volume number two, $145 million at the box office this weekend. Uh, that is a hit, boys and girls, in case you're curious, but I don't think anybody <laughs> thought it was going to bomb at the box office by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, pretty damn good. Uh, I am Nick, Big J is here, Randy is Yo. here. Our guest today is our listener, a fan of Marvel movies. As a matter of fact, uh, what is your Twitter handle again, Kyle? Uh, That'd be MarvelZombie616. So he likes Marvel movies, which is why he's part of this Marvel movies podcast. His name is Kyle Hall. Thanks for joining us, man. No problem. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. So uh, as in all standard procedures that we have for this podcast, we'll go around the table and we'll talk a little bit about what we thought of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. We start with you, Randy. Your thoughts, please. Well, you know, as we talked about last time,
3: I am not a big sci-fi guy, not a big Marvel guy, and I saw the first Guardians of the Galaxy for the first time ever uh, Thursday night.
2: Oh, yeah. So what did you think about the Thanks first to, one? Thanks
3: uh, to Big J and Kylie's hospitality. I, I really liked it. I thought it was good. Um, this one, I liked a whole hell of a lot more.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
3: Um, like I said, I'm not a sci-fi guy, but there's something about these characters that draw me in a little more. I think with you know Rocket and Groot, it adds a little bit of a different flavor to the typical character and just there's humor there. Just, I just I liked it. There's something more beyond this than like Star Wars for me. I just don't that doesn't do it for me, but this did for some reason.
2: Now I've had this argument with Jay before about Star Wars because you didn't watch Star Wars until you were in a later age. But is it the Correct. pacing? Because these movies are much more. Shot after shot, action. There's something going on at every scene in Star Wars. As much as I love it, it takes its damn time to kind of get to where you want to go.
3: It does, and that's I think part of it. I didn't get ingrained with it as a kid. It just wasn't that I was playing with you know Ninja Turtles and Legos. It just Star Wars. I didn't have an older brother that you know introduced me to it like a lot of people did. So I just think it wasn't part of my growing up. So I don't have that connection that most people do our age now. Um, so that's a big part of it. In The action, though, there is times I get a little lost if the action scenes go a little too long. I kind of just start to check out a little bit um, <laughs> for whatever start getting reason. getting sleepy? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. So dumb. Right. But for me, it's more of the character, like the, I don't know, the, uh, the emotional aspects of the characters and the relationships and whatnot that, that draws me a little more. That's why I like dramas more than I like actions. But action movies. But, um, yeah, overall, I really, really
2: enjoyed it. And uh, in the rare occasion where he likes the sequel more than the original. So, uh, Big Jay, your thoughts on Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, Two?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I would have to say that um, uh, th- there were lots of parts of the movies uh, that, that I really enjoyed. There were some parts of this movie I didn't enjoy. Um, and uh, I think, for me, what really uh, saves it is the, the character building that was done in the first movie. Uh, and it gets a chance to expand in this. And, uh, you know, when, man, when James Gunn wants to turn on... Uh, the emotion button, man, he can just do it like a, just a snap of the button. He knows how to draw uh, that out of you, and he can do it uh, instantly. And there are some things about the movie that, quite frankly, took me right out of it. Um, so I was kind of surprised by that. I thought there were maybe too many attempts at making jokes and, and, and relying on some of that. Um, uh, I, I just I thought a couple of them were like, eh, you know, I mean, this is maybe, maybe too many of these kind of, uh, you know, Peter Quill... Quips and things like that.
2: Quips cool. um,
3: are we'll called. Which F- ones? F- yeah. a, which ones in particular? Quil-
2: uh, on. We haven't had yeah, we the spoiler
3: oh, section. Oh yeah, right. Okay. A, yeah.
1: okay. Uh, just the- uh, too many for me to remember. Let's put it that way. Um, and so, uh, I would say though that that in the end, uh, because of the the ability to go in and out of the emotion thing, I mean, it for me took a while to get to the end to get what was the purpose of the movie. Like, what was the purpose of their deal? What was going on? It took a while to really get there. Uh, so when it did get there, I was like, okay, I was feel pretty. Uh, satisfied with that, and so I think it's a great movie, no doubt about it. I don't think it's better than Guardians One.
2: Uh, so, well, I think I think part uh, just to before we get into the spoilers, I think the part of your your concern, Jay, was it took a while to get to the point, but I think that was the point because I think if they let in too early what was going on, it wouldn't have felt as sincere at the very beginning if that makes sense. Yeah, there was a lot of setup. Yeah. That paid off then at the end of the movie. Yeah, it ha- I think it had to take a while for you to kind of really go, okay, this is cool. Everything's all, everybody's happy and back together. Uh oh, things aren't what we thought. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, well, I won't disagree with that. I will say this, though. Uh, you know, I did notice that you did not laugh nearly as much as I thought you were going to laugh at the movie. You're sitting right <laughs> behind me, so I can hear every laugh, and none of it was happening.
1: Yeah, like I said, I think there were two, some of the, uh, the humorous attempts were really forced. Right. And
3: he lectured me Thursday night for not laughing enough <laughs> during
2: the first one. <laughs> yeah, you didn't, yeah, you didn't <laughs> laugh at all. It was dumb. <laughs> uh, as far as my takes on the movie, uh, I liked it very much. I think it's great, and, and, and here's, here's why I think Guardians is, in my opinion, the most successful Marvel movie property that they have. It's because I think it captures more of the comic book spirit than any of the other movies out there. They try, but no movie can, even when they're not trying, and I agree with you, Jay, I think he forced the the shot a little bit, but there were certainly some parts in that that movie that I laughed at because... It was legitimately funny to me. And then no, no other movie in the Marvel Universe makes you as, as emotional as the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, period. I don't care. Nobody makes you care about the characters more. Nobody makes you like the characters more or care about what happens to them more than this franchise does because of the way that James Gunn has set this up. And I think it's a, it's a testament to his writing ability and the fact that at least it seems to me like Marvel in the rare occasion is kind of taken a step back and go do what you do James and he's done it the last couple of movies and it's been pretty impressive just to see the emotional roller coaster that he has these characters on and how in-depth you get I'll say this uh Dave Bautista impressed the hell out of me in this movie I mean I thought he was fantastic uh from his performance aspect of things and I thought he had way more range than than I gave him credit for in the first one and I thought that they let him kind of open it up a little bit most of the really oh.
3: funny parts came from him, actually. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: The cast, uh, I mean, it was awesome.
3: Yeah. I yeah. mean, awesome. Also, There's no doubt about
2: uh, that. Kurt Russell's a national treasure. I want to oh, go yeah. on the record oh, saying yeah. that, by the way. And, uh, and uh, so we turn to you, Kyle. Your thoughts on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2? Um, kind of like what everybody said, I really enjoyed the movie. Um, I think that uh,
0: the, the word I'm looking for is heart. There's so much heart in the joy in your heart and the sadness in your heart in that movie, they really spread out the heart there and it really shows that James Gunn and the, and the people involved really care about what they're doing and kind of like what you said this is the most comic booky of the Marvel Universe movies because they let them do what this story needs to do whether it be uh, somewhat outlandish and, and kind of insane and then back to the serious that it takes so yeah I, I really enjoyed it um, I still think Uh, One has the edge on it for me a little bit, over two, Um, and I think it's because you can't have this one without one. It's really a a good companion piece because you did get a lot of the character, who they are at the beginning, and this really opens up. Um, And again, without spoilers, I think the character that really uh, brought it to me was uh, Nebula. Yeah. And I really like what they did with Nebula in this movie.
2: Yeah, I I really liked it too. And even even uh, Yandu, uh, an amazing oh, yeah. character mm-hmm. arc in the movie, uh, carrying over from from volume one to volume two. I mean, it's it, it's crazy, and it, it's also one of those rare things where you truly would be lost, Randy, had you not seen Volume 1. Like yeah, you would I'm have really no glad I did. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't walk into this one you know, without seeing it. You have to kind of have an idea of who these characters are. Otherwise, what happens to them in Volume 2 wouldn't make that much sense to you. You wouldn't care nearly as much. Yep. But overall, I think it was a good job. So we'll go into the rating scale. Again, we're out here at Wingnuts. They're the proud sponsor of the Morning After the Movies podcast. You can catch them at 1228 North Gallery. You can do what we do. Uh, catch a movie at the Edwards Cinemas, the Enampa 12, and then head right across the way here to Wingnuts and enjoy a post-movie meal and some drinks and have yourself a good time talking about the movie you just saw like we are. So because Wingnuts is the sponsor, we usually try to do the sauce rating system, which is mild, medium, or hot, just like the three different brands of of sauce you can get here at Wingnuts. So, Randy, I turn to you, your sauce Wingnuts rating for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. So
3: I think this is, what, our seventh movie now, and I have to say this is probably my favorite out of the bunch it's up there with Beauty and the Beast difference is not a musical (laughs) No, and the music was actually really good in these movies so uh,
2: (laughs) I'm gonna go hot scorching hot for me Uh, there you go red red hot Big J your thoughts on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2
1: Uh, yeah despite some of my misgivings about it hot definitely hot
2: and i'm gonna go hot as well uh i was going in with cautious optimism because i loved the first one so much i wasn't sure how much it would live up to it and you know i thought that james gunn captured lightning in a bottle but i'm comfortable saying he did it again i mean i know that i was incredibly emotional watching this movie more than i thought it was going to be coming into guardians of the galaxy volume 2 so i will definitely give it a hot due to the voyage it took me on kyle your thoughts hot no i agree completely hot
0: uh just lives up to what they set up in the first film and expands that universe even more.
2: So it's definitely a good, good hot. The last time we all went hot on a movie, it was Beauty it and was. the Beast. Did you like this more than Beauty and the Beast?
3: Yeah, just a little bit more. I think, like I said, a lot of it was that Pig
2: J, the you, musical part. You, you, you laughed more at Beauty and the Beast, but did you like this uh, movie more? I, 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 you, I don't
1: think maybe perhaps my laughter is better sitting next to me because I was still laughing in this movie. I just didn't... <laughs> Uh, it just wasn't as loud. It was free fire so. because it was really quiet most
2: of the time. And there was nobody in the movie. That was why. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. My laughter was drowned out by everybody else's. So. <laughs>
2: yeah. And I uh, as well will take this movie over Beauty and the Beast. Not that Beauty and the Beast is a bad movie. Oh, but, but Beauty, Beauty and is, the Beast for sure for me. Uh, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> Kyle, have you seen Beauty and the Beast? No, my
0: uh, my wife and daughter went to that without
2: me. Yes. <laughs> You Good probably, job. Yeah, that's the way it's supposed to be. So I <laughs> won't ask you to compare the two. That's not fair. So now we'll get into the spoiler section of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Uh, caution ye who tread in this part of the podcast that have not seen the movie yet, although judging by its box office returns, most of you have. So you'll have an opportunity to kind of talk a little bit about and learn a little bit about the real, real details. Of the movie, Randy. Anything in particular you want to get off your chest, or you didn't understand? Uh, maybe we can no. One
3: thing that was kind of cool, I and mean, if you guys saw in the credits, they uh, listed Rob Zombie as an unseen ravager. Did
2: you see that? Yeah, we knew that. Oh, he, he, how did we know that? Well, he gets he he gets a voice movie in ev- or in a voice role in every James Gunn movie. See, that's yeah. that's stuff I don't know, not being a part of this. Maybe uh, you should
1: listen to The Morning
2: After. Thanks for getting up early. Ouch. <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs> nothing real big on the spoilers. Uh, for me, I think the the most. I guess, important character is Groot, man. Like, he saved the day in both movies. I was thinking about that towards the end. He really... I mean, without him, they're all screwed. They're all dead in both movies.
2: Yeah, without... without without Everybody plays a pretty important part in this uh, little uh, Guardians of the Galaxy thing, which is kind of cool. But yes, Baby Groot has its very, very big part in in both movies. Big J, spoilers for you?
1: Uh, Well, I think, to me, one of the more interesting things that... uh, is you actually end up caring about Nebula, the robot... (laughs) psycho chick yeah, who, right. who you actually feel bad for her and her life and geez man what a sob story and what a big whiner <laughs> you know I mean so
2: <laughs> it's just well she did have part of her brain yanked out of her yeah, head I'm not sure yeah, that but it constitutes is whining it's weird
1: that I would end up caring about that um, so so there's that and uh there's I mean it's almost overwhelming everything that happened in that movie is too overwhelming I mean, I think we should do three or four different podcasts and we, if we watch it again <laughs> to break it all down. But I did think that, you know, Dave Bautista, you said, was great and he did a great job. I think that he seemed forced to me in a lot of the lines and a lot of the jokes um, were, were there were so many that were, were Bautista. It was kind of like there's there so many Drax things. It was kind of the same thing over and over, like predictable, like you knew that was going to be his next thing. He was going to say something him um, heartily
2: laughing at something, that kind of thing?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, I think, and, and, and to a certain degree, there were moments, too, where, uh, you know, they tried to uh, expand um, that idea with him. And the, you know, just going a little further with the physical parts, like the throwing up. Right. You know, that was really funny. Um, so they took it just from him saying bluntly something and doing that. So I think that was great. But I think there were maybe too many instances, just a one too many or so for me. But, you know, not enough to ruin the movie.
2: Uh, you being the Sylvester Stallone fan, what did you think about his uh, extended cameo in oh, the Marvel not universe? Enough. Yeah. Not enough. I think we'll see more of him. I'm judging by the uh, the end credits. Well, scene. Yeah. those are the original Guardians
0: from right. the the 90, Well, from the 70s, 80s, and 90s comics before this group. Yeah, I don't know
1: anything about <laughs> that character. That's Starhawk.
3: Hero. You knew he'd be in it then, right? That wasn't a surprise to you? Yeah, of okay. course. Yeah,
1: yeah. But I didn't know what role him in him. And then in the latest news here, I've tried to skip out of that because James Gunn started saying stuff that you'll probably end up seeing Sylvester Stallone a few more times.
2: Yeah, because, you know, talk a little bit, because, Kyle, you're familiar with the, at least the, the comic book side of things. Yeah. The original Guardians were the Sylvester Stallone group that you see there towards the end, right? Yeah, yeah, you had, uh, I can't remember
0: his name, Starhawk, and Martin X was the diamond guy. Right. And, uh, gosh, now I can't remember his name. But that crew, that that uh, kind of crew of uh, rough ravagers
2: are basically the original Guardians. Huh. Yeah, so that's and it's uh, really
1: cool. I mean, there's a lot of great things that can come from that. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, Sylvester Stallone's in it, and then Michael Rosenbaum, who former guest of The Morning After, was Martin X, and a friend of James Gunn's. And then uh, the robot was Miley Cyrus. Did you guys know that Miley Cyrus is what? also really? Yep, that's her. Uh, she's the Which voice of the, the robot. Ro- oh, really? The, the robot mask that was oh, okay. at the end—that's that's her. Yeah, Bing so so. Rames was there as Bing the, uh, Rames, the very yeah. large gentleman. Exactly. Although I don't think that was uh, CGI. I'm pretty sure Ving Rames is that big. Hasselhoff <laughs> killed it too. Hasselhoff oh, yeah. knocked it out of the park. <laughs> uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, Ego, the living planet, or the human planet, depending on who you want to talk to. But, what an a-hole. Uh, uh, um, I thought they did a really good job portraying that storyline, which I would think, if you're not familiar, is very difficult to get through. But somehow they managed to, to convey this in a... In a basically a 20 hour recap or a 20 minute recap of what he did and what he is and who he is and why he is what he is and it's a tough thing to get through if you're not familiar with the comic books but i thought they did a pretty good job you guys who aren't familiar jay and randy did they do good enough for you did you did you kind of get what he was doing there
3: yeah i mean obviously not familiar at all with the comics and it got enough of the point across to know what was going on like i don't think i don't feel like there's anything missing for me that i couldn't put together right so yeah
2: what?
1: Yeah, yeah, I think the the arc of it, I mean, was was pretty good timing because man, when he turned bad, he turned bad. Yeah, he wasn't messing around. Like, he, and then Kurt Russell just so good, such a good bad guy. Yeah. Like, really can we is.
0: just say how great the 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 young uh, Kurt Russell looked? I cannot they looked believe amazing. Yeah, did they,
2: did they CGI that? Yeah, I, I I I almost thought they had to. Because I was looking at, at, at like his eyes, Kerr eyes, and I was like, okay, he's, he's older. And in the beginning, it looked so good. Oh, God, I can't believe it. He looked just like her. I mean, I know they kind of took what he did and, and made CG out of it, but it was amazing how good he looked. You're right. His hair
1: was amazing. His hair was yeah. amazing. They did a, a
3: good job of the father-son relationship, too, with those two, with the throwing the ball back and forth, the energy ball. It was kind of just, I don't know.
2: Having a catch. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And in a lesser movie, that would come off as
2: dumb, but it was yeah. really played so well. It
3: could almost be really cheesy yeah, in a way, but, but it just, just it, it yeah.
2: worked. Yeah, yeah, it did. It did. It was. It was really, really, really well done. And it, I, correct me if I'm wrong, Kyle. Was Ego a bad guy in the comic books too? I think Ego was just kind of what his
0: name is. He's, he's all about his ego. He is. I don't think he's necessarily quote unquote
2: bad, but he is just a right. He never had a take over the universe story. No, like. I don't believe yeah. so. He
0: was just kind of there, the face on the planet. If you landed on his planet, he would try to absorb your ship. And yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But so he wasn't necessarily a grand galactus type villain
2: correct he didn't have to fight a big old hole but he also he, did he ever humanize himself I'm trying to remember that too I don't remember now that I,
0: I actually checked yesterday because uh, I couldn't remember when I heard Kurt was playing that um that he did he did. on occasion okay. give himself a human form
2: so it, it, it's not completely different from the comic books but it definitely went out of its way to to do its own little kind of mythos for for the movies Um, You guys, uh, let's talk about the other spoilers, I guess. Adam is coming. Uh, Is anybody familiar with Adam in the Marvel Universe? Kyle, I imagine you are. Adam Warlock. Yeah, exactly. Uh, A a pretty big character in the Guardians of the Galaxy universe and a big character in the Infinity War, although I don't think he's showing up in the Avengers movie, but it looks like he's going to play a pretty big role for the Guardians Volume 3 anyway. Talk a little bit about uh, who we can expect from him or what we can expect from
0: him. Well, yeah, so Adam Warlock was definitely brought around during the the first Infinity Gauntlet stories uh, in the Marvel Universe. Uh, He's basically a created being. Uh, They changed the origin a little bit, but I really like what they did with it for this. But he is a created being who was given ultimate power, and he's basically the only one who could at that point take on Thanos to claim the gauntlet. Um, Also, not necessarily a hero, but not a villain, Uh, just a guy who wants to control that power, whatever it takes to get there. Yeah, Yeah.
2: so it looks like it'll be Hmm. an interesting battle between the two. What did you think about the uh, the Star-Lord character, immortal, and now mortal again storyline? Maybe sad. (laughs)
1: <laughs> a lot yeah. of things made me sad. I was like, I wish he could keep doing this. I'm, I'm like, and I'm, I'm not so sure it's over.
2: No, I don't think so either. I think, I think there's something more to be said about it besides, I mean, when you think about it, too, it was kind of cool, though, that Star-Lord really the only character in the Marvel Universe that truly didn't have any real powers other than he was a really badass with a gun, you know? I that mean, was my
3: question, too, is that that part died, so does he not have powers next? I don't,
2: well, at what least does he do? currently he doesn't. He didn't before this, you know what I mean, yeah. in the movie, so he, it was kind of one of those things. But I guess technically Ant-Man doesn't have powers unless he's got the suit on. Uh, but neither does Iron Man, really, when you're thinking about it. So uh, it, it is pretty interesting. One of the things that, that I, I wanted to chat with you guys about is, is the timeline for this, because it's going to be pretty interesting, because the Guardians will show up in Infinity War in the, in the Avengers movie. Uh, but in Volume 3, it's kind of separate but equal to that kind of storyline. And, and if you know, uh, this is supposed to kind of take place in 2014, like right after the first Guardians movie. Uh, so the timeline's going to be kind of weird because they're going to have to jump ahead to be the Infinity War. So I wonder what they're going to do with Groot, and then they're going to make him Teenage again for Volume 3. I'm not sure how that's going to work. If anybody has any thoughts on that, I'd be interested to hear. It's way over my head, dude. It's not <laughs> time, my problem. Time is? Yeah, and I don't know yeah. if that's
0: something they're going to... I mean, they've stuck pretty well with their timeline so far, so I don't know if they're going to let that slide or if they're going to hold, hold true to that. And, and also, now you have you know evidence of a galactic attack on the Earth from right. the plants starting to take over the planet. So, yeah, it's interesting to see where that's going to fit into that timeline.
3: So as a comic idiot, are all these Marvel movies supposed to tie together? Yes, the movies.
2: All of yeah. Them. yeah, well, yeah, it's a universe, okay. dude. Yeah, the Marvel, the well, movies tie together. The comic books. Uh, <laughs> there's usually the a place. run of series okay. that kind of tie them together purposely. It's not all co- cognizant all at the same time for the the comic book side of things. Think
1: the word. Think the word.
0: Meanwhile,
2: <laughs> but okay. you know, in in the uh, there's like the Infinity War in comic books, and yes, then there's a bunch of Marvel characters that come together for a special run of comic books, but. They also have their own separate adventures that take place that aren't related to one another.
3: This is how much I know about
0: this stuff. Yeah, so. they would do like universe-wide events every once in a while where every book would tie into that event. And it would have it at the cro- across the top as the title of, this is the Infinity Gauntlet series. And then they'd go back to their regular yes. lives, fighting crime, wherever they were in the universe. But okay. these
2: movies, yes, purposely tie into each other in some way, shape, or form somehow, some way. Although uh, Guardians has gone out of its way to be kind of separate of most of the stuff going on back at Earth. But now with the, them and being involved in the Infinity War, I'm not sure how that's going to work. Hmm. We'll all find out together, really. I think. Uh, but overall, uh, the only other thoughts I really had about it were: uh, keep in mind, everybody, there are five scenes at the end of the movie. Don't walk out early. I still boggles my mind how many people walk out at the end oh, of Marvel God. movies. Like they've yeah, never they seen it before. Know. They
1: just don't. Never heard of
2: it. <laughs> or okay. don't
3: walk out like
2: you and I did the one time when there was no thing at the end of the. Oh, right. well, well it's when the lights come on. <laughs> hey, <laughs> it, it seemed like a reasonable explanation. At least that's what it's been in my experience. This theater has done it a couple of times now that I can't figure out whether I'm coming or going. It's hard not to just stand up and go. Wait, please, yeah, don't don't leave. You're You'll, going go appreciate it. Nah, I think it's funny. <laughs> yeah, they're missing out. It's their it's their fault.
1: Uh, uh, Howard the Duck. What's up with him? I, he, I don't James Gunn loves it.
2: He popped in again in the movie, which was nice. Uh, also, nice to see Uatu the Watcher. Yes, uh, it may, mixed into the Stan Lee cameo. Uh, although I, I still don't understand how that goes. I mean, now they're really forcing the shot. Like Stan Lee <laughs> uh, would pop up in all the, who pops up in all these Marvel movies in well, some way, shape, or form. He was
1: telling a story about him being there for all those moments. Uh,
2: I know, but it still was very, very weird to see the Watchers bring him up in a spacesuit and have them <laughs> tell the story. It was just weird. Uh, considering that Stanley has said on more than one occasion that he considers himself a to the watcher, it was very uh, very weird to see those together. But nice to see them on the big screen.
0: Yeah, I was actually surprised that when I saw that, that he wasn't a watcher. I mean, you know, obviously it appeared that he was something different. He was either <laughs> he an
2: informant for the watchers, I don't know. Yeah, he could very well be. He is uh, forbidden to interfere like the watchers are. In the comic book universe, although uh, one of the stranger comics in the world, or characters, in my opinion, in the Marvel universe, is a lot to the watcher. So weird, a lot too, but uh, good to see in the uh, the old movie thing. Anything else you guys want to get off your chest as far as Guardians goes? I did not fall asleep. Good job, buddy. It's a yep.
1: damn miracle. We're we proud everybody. of you.
2: Uh, was Emma Watson in the movie somewhere that we were not familiar no. with? Are we sure we weren't sure Miley Cyrus was until a couple minutes ago. She was in my heart, in my mind. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Kept him awake. Although I did look over once, and you did look very tired. <laughs> I was like, we're going to lose him here in a second. There was a couple times where I thought I might, but I, I, I kept it together. So overall, uh, Volume 2, Guardians of the Galaxy, fantastic movie. We all think it's hot. It's very emotional. Uh, I don't think it is what everybody thought it was going to be going in. Like I said, it's yeah. a lot more emotional than, than you would think going in.
1: Agreed, agreed.
2: Yeah, definitely. But they all did a very good job. Uh, rest in peace, uh, Yandu. You were a fantastic character. I would have liked to have seen more of him in Guardians, to be perfectly honest. By the way, uh, Michael Rooker cannot skip, stop getting killed in movies.
1: And his best friends kill him off.
2: It's true. James Gunn loves killing Michael Rooker for some reason. I'm trying to figure that out why. Wow.
0: Yeah, I like that. This had definitely a, a, it was a good ensemble where everybody got a moment, everybody got development. Nobody's the same
2: as they were at the beginning of the film. You bet. DC
1: can't figure out how to do that. <laughs>
2: maybe they can. We'll no. see. Everybody likes Wonder Woman. Looks like it's coming out in a couple weeks. We'll see that. And Justice League's on the way this year, so maybe they'll get their head on right. But you never really know until you see it. So uh, that's going to do it for the Morning After the Movies podcast. Thank you to Wingnuts for broadcasting and letting us broadcast here and supplying us with uh, some delicious quesadillas, which the table is going to enjoy right now. Uh, next week, we will be back. Guys, do you know what movies on the docket for next week? No. Nobody does. Um, no. It starts with a K. Do, 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 do. We've seen the preview probably four times since, uh, since going to see the movies together. Doo-doo. starts with a K. Starts with a K. It's not Baywatch. It's not that does not start with a K. That's in May though. Kalechio. Uh, Colechio is not a real thing. And oh, what is it? What Kaleo? Is it? Uh, King Arthur. The King oh. Arthur movie. I forgot uh, that's coming that not, out. Uh,
1: that was not in the, this uh, run of uh, the previous. It
2: was one. not in this run, but we've seen it four or five times in the uh, the preview section of the movies that we've seen. But yes, uh, King Arthur is next. Charlie Hunnam and Guy Ritchie. Our next up on our list of movies to check out, Richie. Yeah, for uh, for morning after the movies podcast. So we'll see you next week. In the meantime, go check out Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, but watch Guardians Volume One if you haven't yet. We'll check in again next week here from Wingnuts. Thanks a lot. It's uh, the morning after the movies. Signing off.